poets. My name is Lee. I love poetry, and this is the place I talk about it. So, as you all may or may not have noticed, I took a little bit of a hiatus after the first three episodes. Initially, that was because I was attempting to, you know, abstain from social media. Um, you know, I don't... I grew up in a generation that loves social media. I, social media has been a part of my life since I was like 14 years old. Um, it's such an intimate part of my life at this point. Um, but still, there's something so strange about watching other people live their lives. It's discomforting sometimes. I think the better term is disquieting. So I wanted to kind of disrupt that habit and try something different. But during quarantine... It's just hard. You feel like completely disconnected from people. It's like a lifeline. And whenever you log on social media, you're like, wow, look at other people out in the world living their life. I'm not alone. And so that's why my plan to stay away from social media was a bit of a bust, just a little bit. Um, And my second excuse for my hiatus is the country's absolute descent into unrest. I'm sure... You all have felt this too, but it's been profoundly difficult to stay focused on creating while mourning and protesting and spreading the word and trying to stay up on information and just attempting to carve a space out for yourself in this movement, a movement that is facing immense and hostile pushback from a very, very, very powerful set of groups in this country that's that's been really tasking but I said in the first episode of this podcast that poetry is a powerful healing force so I'll let it be that in this time of unrest and hopefully also rebirth last time you heard my voice we read a poem from the dazzling Rita Dove if you haven't already I'd suggest just pausing this and going back to listen we talk about defiance in your personhood while existing at the intersection of black women and American, and that is always a relevant topic. This week, we're going to be taking a look at the amazing, gifted, and wonderfully prolific Dennis Smith. Smith is one of my absolute favorite poets because of the way that they just send this shot across the bow with this striking imagery they create with their words. It's weird But their work makes me think of when you press your pen into white paper and watch the ink spread and bleed onto the page. It feels like a seemingly innocuous action, but there is such an ominous and haunting feeling permeating from it. That's the vibe their poetry gives me. Smith, who was born in St. Paul, Minnesota, is the recipient of many awards, including the Lambda Literary Award, which is given out yearly to celebrate LGBTQIA plus writers. If you didn't notice, I call Smith by the pronouns they, them, because they identify as genderqueer, and we respect pronouns around these here parts. Along with their numerous poetry awards and fellowships, Smith is a very gifted spoken word artist and co-host of the Poetry foundation's podcast called versus you should definitely check it out um smith's 2017 poetry collection called don't call us dead houses poems that shroud the black body particularly those of black boys in a profound and sacred fragility as a black woman i feel like i often oscillate between a 
deep, painful anger toward black men for the scars I feel they've inflicted upon us in a relationship born of terrible fires and an instinctual and ingrained sense of profound protectiveness, this deeply rooted need to peel back the layers of inferiority that encase black men over the course of a life spent being brave and hunted. This dichotomy is difficult, to say the least, to navigate. Um, to feel protective of the hands that bruise you is complicated. There is an unmitigating exhaustion that ebbs at your personhood when you exist as your men's safety net and there is nothing below you. Still, have you ever watched a black man sleep? I know that sounds like a strange question, but any black woman who's loved a black man in any capacity has seen a black man sleep, and I'll bet that you don't know how much peace is missing in his day until you see it shroud him in slumber. There is no fight, no anger, nor fear. It just slips away and it leaves brown skin that only answers to time. That is a sight to see. And we chase that kind of peace for them in daylight. I feel that same kind of deep, unfettered tenderness toward black men every time I read alternate names for black boys by Donna Smith in their collection, Don't Call Us Dead. Smith writes, One, smoke above the burning bush. Two, arch nemesis of summer night. Three, first son of soil. Four, coal awaiting spark and wind. Five, guilty until proven dead. Six, oil-heavy starlight. Seven, monster until proven ghost. Eight, gone. Nine, phoenix who forgets to unash. Ten, going, going, gone. Eleven, gods of shovels and black veils. Twelve, what once passed for kindling. Thirteen, fireworks at dawn. Fourteen, brilliant, shadow-hued coral. Fifteen, I thought to leave this blank, but who am I to name us nothing? Sixteen, prayer who learned to bite and sprint. Seventeen, a mother's joy and clutch breath. This poem continues to unfold itself in front of me the more that I read it, every time I read it. The poignant hodgepodge of perception, tricks in the light and in the dark, and a homage to a glory that can't quite beat the clock. I also love how Smith lists 17 alternate names. 17, the age right before legal adulthood. I say this with Emmett Till, Oscar Grant, Trayvon Martin, Philando Castile, Eric Garner, Tamir Rice, Walter Scott, Michael Brown, Alton Sterling, Botham Jean, Freddie Gray, Greg Gunn, Laquan McDonald, Sean Reed, Ahmaud Arbery, Tony McDade, George Floyd, and the many other black men and boys who were pushed beyond the veil and into the unknown of the afterlife before it was their time. 
for those who never envisioned this being their fate at 17, and those who were never given the chance to meet that precious age. Black boys and men, you are not a closed casket of four hours in the sun. You are not the pavement's old friend, nor the dying words you whisper into it. You are the look on your mother's face when you walk in the door for the holidays. You are the gentle way you're held by your partner when you watch TV together. You are the way your children run towards you after a long day at work. You are the beam on your father's face when you tell him about your new job. When the moment life fills air into your lungs for the first time, you are etched into the eternity of this life and the beyond. You are deeply and profoundly loved and needed. Your humanity is evident. We see you without you needing to explain or beg. When you move, you bring light with you. It gathers and billows out beyond you, stretching into spaces you may have never known existed. For this week's poetry prose, I want y'all to list your alternate names. What will you call yourself? Good or bad or something in between? What would others call you? good or bad or something in between. It can be short or long, whatever directions your thoughts are taking you. Allow this exercise to be peaceful and therapeutic. Let it pull you in all the places your mind has been going these past few weeks. You can share it with me by sending it to the email in the show notes, and I may read it out loud. But as always, keeping your art to yourself for yourself is and always will be good enough. Anywho, folks, that's all for today. I want to make a note that Dennis Smith's poem focuses primarily or focuses entirely on black boys, but don't let this episode fool you. We still and always and forever protect and honor black women. And there are many, many black women, names we know and names we don't, that have been murdered by the state. And we owe it to them to uplift their names and make sure that this movement focuses energy, resources, support on them and their families as well. So I implore all of you to take time out of your week and the week after that and the week after that to fight for justice for Breonna Taylor and the many other black women who have been murdered by the state. Check out the show notes for a bunch of places you can donate, participate, and learn about how to protect black lives and check out poet breed now on instagram that's poet underscore breed now i'll be posting some of the resources that i list in the show notes onto the page um yeah i would say have a great week but i think that's kind of hard to do in this crazy country so i'll say have a healing week have a week filled with the fight for justice have a week filled with love and support for one another and i'll definitely promise see you guys next week